We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Kyle Madsen. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com. Joining me shortly is Chris Biederman. He covers the 49ers for the Sacramento Bee. And training camp has wrapped up. We have one preseason game to go. And now we have a very good idea. Of, what was the exact wording? A pretty good idea of what the 49ers quarterback situation is going to look like. So we're going to break that down, the pros, the cons, what it looks like at the beginning of the season, what it's going to look like after the season, and then maybe a couple other uh, practice notes from Thursday's practice. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy, hopefully, our final podcast where we don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be for the 49ers. Hey, this is George Kittle, and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles. has got him and a second back inside the 30 yard line Nick Bosa drops Aaron Rodgers for a 13 yard loss quick pass caught by Kittle he dives and he's in touchdown 49ers alright Chris I'm happy to see that you put your face back together after having it melted off by Slash at the Guns N' Roses concert <laughs> oh man um that's good. Yeah, I had uh, I, I was I was very lucky. So like I texted you this and I don't really think it hit because I don't think I told you that I was going to the concert. So it must have been no. like the most random text ever. I texted I had Kyle. No I idea. Like, Slash is like Steph Curry on on the 28 uh, the 2020 Warriors or the 2021 Warriors. And it's not <laughs> any disrespect to Axl Rose. I just don't know if Axel Rose really has has his fastball at this point. Like if Axel Rose was thrown in the high nineties, you know, in in the eighties and in the eighties and nineties, the years eighties eighties and nineties, like uh, he's he's struggling to throw eighty five right now. <laughs> yeah, no, for no sure. And it's in a you know like Guns and Roses. He's the it's a legendary and he, band, and Axel Rose is a legend. But like, and he lived this, a tough life. <laughs> Yeah, he so was at, getting after it at, at this point. It's like slash is is Steph Curry hitting threes from all over the field worth the price of admission on his own. And then Axel Rose is just kind of like Kent Bazemore, <laughs> 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 like coming I, in and fouling everywhere and missing open shots. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, 
yeah, I got your text and I'm like, slash, like what the, f- is it, is, isn't that, is that Starling Marte's nickname? It might be Starling. So I'm like looking like, no, the A's don't play tonight, but that slash, is he talking about Cordell Stewart? Did Cordell <laughs> Stewart, what is he talking about? Like, oh, he beat Michigan. Is he like watching? I'll like be honest. Michigan, I was Colorado game. I was a few candlestick chronicles deep at that point when I sent you. The of course, text. of course. I came home from practice, and so I I didn't buy the tickets in advance. I actually um got got plugged in with the suite, um, but so it was kind of a last minute thing. So I was like, came home from work. I was like, well, guess I'm going to see Guns and Roses. So yeah, had a, I had love, a couple. I love love when that happens, just naturally. Cooperage's finest. I love that chronicles. So. All right. Well, we're recording this. We're recording this. We're recording recording this in 1988. And uh, I think that's when Appetite for Destruction came out. 87 or 88. Um, Doesn't matter. We're recording this Thursday night, 2021. And we have a pretty good idea of who the 49ers starting quarterback is going to be. It hasn't been officially announced, but Kyle Shanahan has a pretty good idea. Jimmy Garoppolo with a giant grin has a pretty good idea. Jimmy Garoppolo, who feels great about where he and the offense are at. Um, and some practice, some, some new wrinkles in practice uh, have kind of tipped off not only who the starting quarterback is going to be, but you had an idea for what it means uh, long-term for the quarterback situation yeah so let's just go through it so wednesday felt like the real aha moment day right like that was the day it's it felt like at least from my end and i think everybody else who covers the team it felt like the day that kyle shanahan and jimmy garoppolo and even to a further extent today mike mcdaniel spelled out what's going to happen without saying exactly what's going to happen um and that's jimmy garoppolo is going to be the starting quarterback for now at least week one Um, And Trey Lance is going to play. And that was evident. So basically what Kyle Shanahan referenced was Drew Brees and Taysom Hill and that dynamic that's gone on in New Orleans the last few years. Um, And Jimmy Garoppolo said that he talked to Drew Brees about it at joint practices last week in in L.A. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they went out and practice. And during the move the ball period. They're rotating the quarterbacks back and forth with the first and second team because they need to get used to operationally what it's like to shift quarterbacks. So that's what's going to happen. And what what's, you know, I guess kind of a bummer if anybody's super excited about this Raiders preseason game. And if you think like, oh, whoever plays better is going to win the starting job. I, I don't think that's the case. I think the 49ers are pretty steadfast in their plans with their quarterbacks. And I don't know that anything that happens on Sunday is really going to change that, but no. So I'm fully expecting Jimmy Garoppolo to be the starting quarterback and Trey Lance to come in. And it makes a lot of sense from a few different angles because it allows you to have a quarterback competition that's playing out in front of everybody's eyes. And you don't have to make a decision based on everything you see, um, you know, on the practice field and, and call it a competition in camp. You can play if you're Kyle Shanahan, you can play Jimmy Garoppolo. You can ease Trey Lance in and play him. And then based on the results, you can make your quarterback decision. And then, you know, he like he'll be doing right by Jimmy Garoppolo by giving him an opportunity to outplay Trey Lance to keep the starting job. And he'll be doing right by Trey Lance in that he's not throwing him in there, uh, given his relative lack of experience and all of that, all of that stuff. 
And then he's giving Trey Lance an opportunity to go out, play Jimmy Garoppolo. So from that standpoint, it makes all the sense in the world. It's just a really tricky situation to manage, right? Because Kyle Shanahan has to define in his mind, all right, how many plays do I need to see from Trey Lance to, and how good do those plays have to be versus what does Jimmy Garoppolo look like before I like make this switch, right? Because yeah. every single game, you're going to have to weigh how much do I use Trey Lance? How much do I, do I use Jimmy Garoppolo? And all of the other variables that, that, that entail, like you got to create a game plan every week. It's going to be really, really difficult to thread this needle and not have any problems which is why you don't see a lot of teams play with two quarterbacks. And that's what right. the 49ers are set to do. And there's just a reason why teams typically only play one. So my suspicion is the first few weeks of the season are going to be a trial period because Kyle Shanahan doesn't want to do this thing where he's switching quarterbacks every week and riding the hot hand or whatever. He's going to want to pick somebody. And obviously, in my opinion, I think he's going to want to settle on the guy he just invested three first-round picks in and Trey Lance. Of course. So I think it makes sense. I don't necessarily agree with it, but my opinion doesn't matter. But I think it's just going to be a really tricky situation for Kyle Shanahan to manage because it's just tough to have two quarterbacks. And, and the flip side, and what Mike McDaniel said today is, well – yeah, typically it's tough to have two. It's tough to play two quarterbacks, but not many teams have two good quarterbacks. That's a good point. And that's a fair point. Like, not, you know, a lot of teams would love to have one good starting quarterback, and there's a potential the 49ers have two. I mean, even if Jimmy Garoppolo is middling, he's still an asset as a starting quarterback in the league because right. he's probably, he would probably upgrade like 10 or 12 other quarterback situations in the league, potentially, right? Like, yeah. he's still an asset. So, anyway, like, basically, what I'm saying is I, I think it's a good idea and it makes sense, but it's also asking a lot and creating a scenario that could set up poorly. Um, and I think, and you know, there's, a, there are reasons why teams typically only have one quarterback. You just well, got to ride with one guy. And if your quarterback's good enough, like Patrick Mahomes is never going to have a Taysom Hill. Right. Aaron Rodgers is never going to have a Taysom Hill, but Jimmy Garoppolo is the reason Drew Brees had a Taysom Hill was because Drew Brees got old. But so, I would even argue Drew Brees didn't need Taysom Hill. He was still good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of like Taysom, third okay, downs. Let me, let me back like, up. Let me back up. They're Taysom taking Hill, Drew Brees off the field. And it's like, why are you taking right, the Hall of Famer off the field right, on third down? And, and Taysom Hill is different than Trey Lance because Taysom Hill is a tight end that threw it a little bit in college. Like that's... He's not a quarterback. So the 49ers, and again, this is this is the whole thing when they kept saying, like, oh, Jimmy was injury prone and we needed to you don't invest three first round picks because a guy is injury prone. Like, no, they wanted a new franchise quarterback. They clearly think that Trey Lance either is or very short order will be better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And so I think you put him in for a couple of reasons. One, because of all the things you just laid out. I don't have anything else to add it. You let that letting the quarterback competition play out publicly is a perfect way to put it, but B it gives Trey Lance an opportunity to face a starting defense. And I think they're going to do stuff where he plays quarterback and they just run a normal play. Like yeah. he's just, he just, he just sits back in the shotgun and throws it. 
like nothing, nothing exotic. Maybe they do a little pre-snap motion or something, but I think he's going to get series. Wow. Maybe not week one, but maybe week one, it's just plays, but week Mm -hmm. two, it's, it could be series. So I think part of the reason they would do that. And that drives my point home even further is let's say Jimmy Garoppolo does get hurt. Let's say it's week six. It's not going to be week six because that's a buy. Let's say it's week seven and Jimmy Garoppolo goes down high ankle sprain. They don't want Trey Lance's first snaps, first live NFL snaps to be then. Yeah. You get him four or five snaps in the first week, and then you get him eight or 10 in the second week. And then it's just kind of, you know, you keep him in that range. And all of a sudden you've developed this guy while simultaneously, or you're bringing this guy along, not to say that he's going to step in as a starter in the middle of the season and be great, but you're helping develop him. You're giving him reps that he needs. Yeah. While also uh, starting Jimmy Garoppolo and, and starting your veteran quarterback and quote unquote, giving yourself the best chance to win. So I'm, it's been fascinating. I'm more fascinated to see what, what is a, what does a Trey Lance game look like? Right. Like, yeah, is it, I, I is just, it a couple plays? Is it like you said, like, is it a series? What's, what's going to happen if you lose a game and neither of your quarterbacks play well? Right. Right. Is are, yeah. are it, like, cause you could, okay. Your quarterbacks didn't play well. Well, maybe they're not really adjusting to this whole two quarterback idea. Yeah. You don't let right? them get in a rhythm. Yeah. And then, so where, then where do you go? Do you, do you just play with Jimmy or do you just play with Lance? And do you, you have to accept the lumps that you're going to take in that situation too, because neither is going to be perfect. That's, that's why, I, that's why I think it, you go plays where yeah. Garoppolo gets him to, you know, it's second and four on the 49 on your own 49 and the whole playbook's open now. And it's like, all right, uh, throw Lance in and we'll see if we can get an explosive play here to get down into the red zone. Um, but, but to that point, what happens if, okay, Trey Lance comes in, in the, in the second series and Garoppolo's three for seven for 26 yards and Lance comes in and goes play action bomb 65 yard touchdown. And then you got to go back to Garoppolo. Right. And then he goes two for four for eight yards and a pick. And it's while like on paper, it makes sense. And there's a way that this can work out. I think there are so many different ways that it can go wrong where Kyle Shanahan thinks the quarterback uh, competition questions are getting annoying. Wait until you have a full blown quarterback controversy. Right. And people are wondering if you know what the hell you're doing. Right. And I think it's fair. And I think I think Kyle Shanahan does know what he's doing. I I, right. I haven't seen anything happen to the point where like, man, I don't think Kyle Shanahan can handle this because sure. I think he has a very clear idea. My question is like, what's the default then? Like, what does he default to when neither quarterback plays well? Is he just going to default back to Jimmy and then have this shiny new Ferrari sitting on the sideline every game just being like, well, you know, we could really you we could really afford to develop this guy. Or if neither play well, you just say, all right, well, let's just stick with Lance because we need to develop him in the meantime anyway. 
I just think like my opinion, I just think the offense can be so dynamic and you can make things easy enough on Trey Lance to mask his deficiencies. Right. Like I think you can give him enough layups in the, in the passing game. I think you could potentially be the best rushing team in the league with Trey Lance as your quarterback. And I think Kyle Shanahan and Mike McDaniel could really set the league on fire schematically with what they could potentially Mm -hmm. do with Trey Lance. If everybody stays healthy, you know, they've been, I'm not allowed to like say what they've been doing in practice, but there are some plays where there are people lining up people at certain positions, lining up in positions where other people play. And it just looks like, man, this could be really cool. Like given what we know about Kyle Shanahan and Mike McDaniel and their ability to game plan. Sounds epic. (laughs) So it could be that like that. That's my whole thing is like how itchy is Kyle Shanahan's trigger finger here? Is he like, all right, well, I, I want to run the same offense we've been running with Jimmy Garoppolo and I want to give him an opportunity and I don't want to do wrong by him. But also, like, we have a completely different offense that we could trot out here that's completely unscouted that nobody will have answers for in the beginning of the season. We could run that and then still develop Trey Lance. Like, to me, if you're going to win the Super Bowl this year, and I know – no rookie quarterback has ever even been to a Super Bowl, so it's tr- crazy to even suggest it. But, like, if you're Kyle Shanahan and you have to go up against a star quarterback, don't you want a guy who could potentially turn into a star quarterback? Because we haven't seen that from Jimmy. Like, don't you want that guy going up against Patrick Mahomes instead of, like, what we know Jimmy Garoppolo is at this point? Well, that and that's – so that's exactly it. When people say, oh, you can't start Lance, he's not ready – if the fear is that you're going to damage him long-term fine, but if, if it's just, Oh, he's not ready. You obviously need Garoppolo. Like has Garoppolo done that much this preseason to inspire that much confidence that you're taking him over whatever Trey Lance is doing. And to another thing on this, while we've never seen a rookie quarterback, take a team to the super bowl. We've also never seen a top three pick on a team that was in the super bowl two years ago. Right. With a lot of the same players. Exactly. And arguably a better version of that roster with Fred Warner being better. You have Trent Williams now instead of Joe Staley. Again, no disrespect to Joe Staley, but Trent Williams is incredible. You have Brandon Ayuk. You have Debo Samuel. It's- There's a, a legitimate chance if Trey Lance comes in and play plays well, we will look back on this and say this is one of the best situations a rookie quarterback has gone to yes. ever. Yes. Ever. And that includes That's not that hyperbolic. Includes- that includes like you look at Dak Prescott, his his exactly. rookie year in Dallas. Like that was a that was a really good team, but not as good as this Niner team. Um you have even RG3 in 2012. Yeah, that team was not nearly as good as as this Niner team. Uh the the Steelers team Ben Roethlisberger took to the AFC title game is pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I I I, I still think that that's probably the most analogous to this situation, right? That's yeah, but team. Ben Roethlisberger wasn't like as talented as, at least multifaceted as as Trey Lance is. But it was just like an incredible roster. Yeah, they were loaded. Yeah. Anyway, so sorry, it, it's it's the whole the whole oh well a rookie quarterback's never done this thing like I don't like fine I was I used to be there I used to be on that but then you start looking at what this roster looks like and it's like oh. Like, well, a rookie quarterback has never been like this, like has yeah. never been in this so, on a team like this. I would say like, cause I think I said it here and a few other places. I believe Trey Lance should start week one. And I think 
60% of my answer is 60% of the reason why I say that is about developing Trey Lance, getting him as many early reps as possible, because I think that's what he needs. Right. I don't think sitting on the clip, sitting on the sideline, holding the clipboard is going to help him develop at all. I think I he just needs to play. The other 40% is the possibility that Trey Lance is just a better quarterback this season than Jimmy Garoppolo. I think with playing with the first team offense and actually getting game planned schemes and not just these vanilla preseason looks, I think the ceiling is just so much higher in that scenario, even while you deal with Trey Lance taking his lumps. I think Kyle Shanahan and Mike McDaniel are good enough to mask those deficiencies. Whereas Jimmy Garoppolo is like, yeah, we know what the offense can be with Jimmy Garoppolo. We know it can potentially be good enough, but is good enough. Like, can Jimmy Garoppolo be good enough to win you a Super Bowl? And again, I know it's crazy, but just like you need to think about, put it this way. Do we expect in the entirety of the league there to be no rookie quarterbacks that ever get to a Super Bowl? Right? Like, are we, are we going to go our whole lives without seeing it? Maybe, maybe, but probably there are people not. who who are much older than us who have gone their whole lives without seeing it. But, but no, that, but 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 to that point, like playing quarterback is, I think, getting not easier. The game is more quarterback friendly now than it has ever been, and, and we're, the game and, looks more like college now than it ever has. Right, and so if Trey Lance is good, a if this situation like we think it could be ends up being one of the best a rookie quarterback has ever dropped into B those two things seem like the formula it would take for a rookie quarterback to get to a Super Bowl in theory. I know it's like pie in the sky, best case scenario, all of that stuff, but I, I don't think it's completely insane to talk about it in those terms, because if you're Kyle Shanahan and you're watching Trey Lance hit 50 yard throws rolling left and as a as a 21 year old rookie and doing some of the things he's done on the practice field and in the preseason games i know he hasn't been lights out in the preseason games but you've seen glimpses i don't know how you can like observe the entire picture and not and think it's completely impossible that trey lance will give you a better shot at winning the super bowl we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. And that's what Shanahan's whole thing this whole time is saying, we'll go with who gives us the best chance to win. Yeah. And it's hard to imagine unless Garoppolo has some, I'm going to go Bill Simmons has like an FU season. I was just talking to Samus Fondiari on the light years podcast about this. And maybe, maybe Garoppolo takes the field and is like, screw this. All the, all the padding of the football in the pocket and all the, all the double clutching on the deep throws. Screw it. I'm just letting it rip. And if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down swinging. And he puts together a 4,300 yard, 35 touchdown season. And it's like, Oh, Oh man. It's like, there's that level that we thought. Right. But are you betting on that? No, I'm not. It's on the table, but it's on the table. I've, I've watched every training camp practice and every, every practice. And Trey Lance does this too. So I don't want to, I'm not trying to hide that fact, but like there are a couple throws each game, each practice where it's like, that should have been picked or it was yeah. picked. Yeah. Fred Warner. But with inter- Lance, intercept- it's more forgivable. Fred Warner intercepted Jimmy Garoppolo four times. Because Fred Warner's game. really good. He is. And maybe that would happen to Trey Lance, but if Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo were throwing interceptions at the same rate, at least with Trey Lance, you're getting all the other stuff he does with his legs to potentially extend drives and make plays right. outside the structure of the offense, make throws on the run. He can do all those things. Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think can at a, at a level that is going to hold Trey Lance off for, for very long. That's, that's the other, like I'm trying, I try to wrap my brain around all this stuff and I try and envision in my head. I put all everything on the table. And I go, okay, now what's the likeliest outcome? Yeah. What what do I what can I see happening? And again, it's a stupid thing. It's in my brain. If somebody else does the same exercise, they might come away with something different. But for me, I envision Jimmy Garoppolo playing, being Jimmy Garoppolo, where he's you know, he's he's good, but he's a little underwhelming at times. You know, okay, maybe they lose a game that they shouldn't have shouldn't have lost and all right, well, he threw a bad interception here. Okay, they won, but he threw a bad pick, and they're just kind of squeezing out offense. Like, when you watch the 49ers in 2019, and this was the this is, this is the talk about Garoppolo going into 2020, was like, well, he can't. It has to be all generated by Kyle Shanahan. Yes. he. It's Kyle Shanahan generating these yards. You look at that game against the Rams in – in Levi Stadium last year, and it was like that. What was it? No throws went more than like five yards beyond the line of scrimmage, or something insane like that. It wasn't yeah. no throws, but it was it was very few. It was a lot of like stuff to Debo Samuel, where it's like, man, Kyle Shanahan is a genius. But at <laughs> yeah. some point, at some point, like that shouldn't need to be the case, right? And if I I can't I can't wrap my brain around the scenario where we're like, man, Jimmy Garoppolo is carrying this team right now. The defense stunk. The running game was not good. And Jimmy Garoppolo put, and I know we've seen it before, 
people are going to point to the Saints game. Yeah. Um, you can point to you can sort of point to that Cardinals game at Levi Stadium in 2019. Although, um, Garoppolo threw two really bad picks in that game. Yeah. But there are all these other games that you can look at and go, man, he was really underwhelming. Like they won in spite of the quarterback play or they lost because of the quarterback play. You don't think Kyle Shanahan on fourth and one on a rainy day in Baltimore would have liked to have had the option to go read option on fourth and one. Yeah. It, it's there. There are so many ways. And again, this is not to disparage Garoppolo because I think Garoppolo is a starting quarterback in the NFL. But with where the Niners are at and with what Trey Lance can bring, if this was Nick Mullins, it would be a different, like nobody's saying that Jimmy Garoppolo shouldn't start. But when you start looking at Trey Lance and you look at the ceiling with Lance versus what the ceiling I think is for Garoppolo, I have a really, really hard time envisioning a scenario where Jimmy Garoppolo starts 17 games and the 49ers are as good as they would be if Trey Lance was starting at least half of those. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I would agree with you. You know what's uh you said what the most likely scenario is, and I feel like an asshole saying this, but like Jimmy Garoppolo's dealt with three injuries that have cost him time. Like the most likely scenario, based on the fact that he's had three injuries in four seasons that he's been a quarterback, like as who's been given starts, he's gotten hurt three out of four seasons. Right. So there's there's also the yeah. very real chance that Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt. And this is just given to Trey Lance. And then well, there's well, the possibility that Jimmy Garoppolo loses his job to injury, which sucks. But it's also a reason why Kyle Shanahan said that we need to do this move to begin with. Well, and I think that's why Trey Lance is going to play. Like I said earlier, no, they don't want they don't want it to be where Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt. And now they're putting Trey Lance and it's like, oh, hey, you haven't seen a defense, a live defense since the Raiders in week three of the preseason. Good luck. Yeah. Um, so no, I think I think that that's probably playing him in sporadically here and there and in key situations makes a lot of sense because it allows you to kind of thread that needle between okay, we're contending, but also trying to uh develop Lance. Um, it just it 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 makes it makes a lot of sense to me. Um yeah, r- quick you, question. You just do not want to mismanage it. That's the right. that's going to be the hard part. I have two things. One, it would be fascinating because remember when Alex Smith got hurt in 2012? Yeah. And Colin Kaepernick came in. They tied against the Rams. He lights it up against the Bears. Alex Smith ready to come back the next week. And there was this whole debate among 49er fans whether Alex Smith should come back or whether Colin Kaepernick should stay in as the quarterback. And I would say it was probably split like 50-50. Mm-hmm. I don't think there would be any such arguments <laughs> if the exact same thing played out. Yeah, it where... would be like 80-20. Yeah, and and even then. And if it does um, happen, do not be the people who cheer when Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt. Oh my God, do absolutely Don't do that. Not. That happened. That happened when CJ Beathard got hurt, and Jimmy Garoppolo went in to throw that touchdown pass at the end of a Seahawks game in 2017. Yeah. Don't let that happen again. Don't cheer when people are hurt. Yeah, that sucks. Um, um I have one more question for you. Yes as I sweat out Sergio Romo pitching to Gio Urshela here with bases loaded and two outs in the eighth. Um, (laughs) Do you think Trey Lance was ever competing for the starting job or was he quote unquote competing to see how much he would play his rookie year? I think that's what Kyle Shanahan was evaluating. Yeah. 
more or less, while also being open. And there's this, uh, you know, the other side of it, too, is like, well, what if another quarterback tears an ACL in a preseason game this weekend and they come calling the 49ers to make a trade? Right. That's the other part of it. That would simplify things immensely. Um, so I, I think that's a part of it. There's the money part of it. I don't, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is making the team. So his money's is going to, his money's going to be on the books. Um, the 49ers aren't going into a season with a rookie Trey Lance and Nate Sudfeld on the roster for $25 million in rollover cap. <laughs> no, that's not a thing. If they no. cut Jimmy Garoppolo and Hey, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Kyle Madsen here, Niners Wire Online Edition. Why'd you cut Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, you know, we think Jimmy's a really good player, but you know that rollover cap. That's yeah. not happening. No, it would be. They don't need cap space that bad. It would be a bonus. It, I mean, you get that cap space if you get something back for Jimmy. So it's not like you're getting a draft pick too, if you do make that trade. But yeah, the, doing it just to do it isn't isn't going to be the reason. You do it because you feel comfortable with starting Trey Lance. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think honestly, like that Detroit game is going to be tough. I know nobody expects the Lions to win, but what you said in the text right today, like the Lions are seven, seven and a half points. That's insane. I would that's, hammer the Lions on seven and a half. So many points. I'm not going to pick the Lions to win, but seven and a half in a home opener after a pandemic with a new coach. Like, yeah. come on, man. We saw it. We we've seen Jim Tom Sula take terrible teams and beat like better teams at home because week one can be weird and wonky chip kelly did it too yeah so it'll be interesting i kind of think detroit's gonna be fired up like i remember yeah yeah, the crowd's gonna be good um i don't know i don't think jared goff's gonna be any good nick bosa could just destroy the game on his own he he returned to practice we should probably mention um yeah i I mentioned in the open that there were gonna be some defensive notes nick bosa today i don't even think it was a sack but it was definitely a pressure he just got really low and bull rushed trent williams and if i were to estimate i'd say trent williams is at least 315 maybe 320 pounds maybe big boy maybe like 325 he and he moves incredibly well nick bosa is about 260 so like 50 to 60 pounds lighter than Trent yeah. Williams pushed him right, right into the backfield. Today. Wow. That's insane. And it was a pressure. He was like right by Jimmy Garoppolo. If it was a game, he at least would have like had put his hand out and, and tried to get the quarterback with one hand, mm-hmm. but it was just like, okay, I think Nick Bosa looks fine. Yeah. He's <laughs> you have to see how he responds in a game situation, but he wears, he wears his uniform very much as the dude who knows he's like the baddest looking dude on the field. Oh yeah. The, the like, cutoff Jersey. If you've seen it. It's the Jersey rolled up. So this, the shredded six pack is showing he's wearing his game pants, quote unquote game pants that like tour de France racers would blush if they saw right, these, like, right. you know, like their mid-quad. little right. His, I walked past him at practice today and I, and I looked at his quad. His quads look like he has a knee, and then it looks like three knees on top of his knee. Like, that's yeah. what his quads look like. He exercises. He exercises frequently, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Nick Bosa looks looks pretty good. If he can stay healthy, he might – I mean, we might not even need to talk about the quarterbacks as much as we are if he, you know, if he ends up being like a defensive player of the year type guy, 
then the 49ers are going to be cooking with gas potentially. The D that's, Ford, a, that's a real game changer. The D Ford element of this too, and I'm not trying to undersell Nick Bosa because he's obviously the, the one that matters most here. But when you start talking about, oh yeah, hey, and D Ford looks healthy. That's that's just an extra element where, like you said, it it, it widens the margin for error at quarterback Absolutely. if they can have a top 10 defense this year. Absolutely. So. And it would, I mean, if you have a good defense, you, wouldn't you want like a really good running game? Boy. Wouldn't you want to play 11 on 11 football? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just, I think this has, this has Lamar Jackson potential. If you, like, if it goes, you know, like, if everybody stays healthy, I just think the offense could be like incredible. Yeah. With Trey Lance at quarterback. I really do believe that. And I think there will be some bad moments, but I just, I think the ceiling's higher and I think you just want to develop him. So give him all the reps you can get early on. And I guess that's what Kyle Shanahan's going to do. It's yeah. just a matter of how quickly is it going to transition? And yep. does he screw it up in the meantime? Cause that's possible too. Boy, thrilling, so, thrilling stuff. Yeah, so we got the Raiders on Sunday, and then, man, maybe we should pod Sunday night because we got roster cuts on Tuesday. It's a one and p.m. pod game. after roster cuts. The rare one p.m. afternoon preseason game. I am yeah. a thousand percent in favor of afternoon preseason games. By the way, yeah, of course. But we could um, yeah. we could do the game and then maybe do like roster projections that we could have out Monday morning potentially for the people. That sounds great. Did I just commit, and then did I just commit you to something on air? I feel I feel bad now. Yeah, no, I mean that's fine. I'll just if, move. Did my you have plans around. on Sunday? Um, and should I just shut no. up? <laughs> no, it'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, we'll do that. We'll have that for the people on Monday, Tuesday after roster cuts. We'll we'll do another we'll do another thing. Oh yeah, we could do a short. Um, and then, uh, and then I'm going out of town for Labor Day weekend. Oh, we usually do this off air, so I, I might be I might be going to a little uh, music festival up in up in the oh. Napa area that weekend. Nice. Shout out to shout out to Rock of Bottle. Being, yeah, <laughs> shout out to Roster Cuts being on a Tuesday and not a Saturday. It, it's absolutely. I mean, just huge. It's it's so, so much better. Yeah, like, absolutely. I know people don't care about our schedules, but come on. Like, would you would you want to? dive into roster cuts on a Saturday or like go to a fun music festival somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, music fest for sure. Big music. I was in Disneyland. I was in Disneyland one year for roster cut day, which meant I was walking around with my fiance and her folks with my face buried in my phone. Um, That was also the year that uh, Jarek McKinnon tore his ACL that Saturday. Oh yeah. Um, So also had that to work on. Dude, it sucked. Yeah, Tuesday so. way better. It is Tuesday's gonna be way better because they're gonna be they're gonna be a couple weeks where we don't get to watch practice and there's also no game to like get prepped for. So I don't I don't know what the next couple weeks are gonna look like, but it'll we'll be fine. Pot about guns and content. roses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There will be I'm plenty big... of season season preview stuff and predictions, and we'll get to, we'll start getting some guests on too during the season. There's uh, a that's rumor, something we didn't do a lot of this offseason. Oh. There's a rumor that a certain potential former 49ers defense or offensive lineman uh, is going to come on the pod. Is this offensive lineman also like maybe working for a media outlet? No? Yeah, potentially. Huh? 
Potentially, yeah. We'll see. Hmm. Okay. We'll see. Interesting. We'll and, follow and, up on that rumor. And this this person said if he came on the pod, he would, and I'm quoting him, dominate it. Wow. Well, that's... So, the standard, the sta- the bar is set. Has that person been given any of our beer yet? No, but you know what? I did bring beer into the media workroom, and one can got stolen. Just uh- one. <laughs> and the people who are supposed to get the beer asked, like, did, did I, did, did the other person pick up the beer? So there's a good, there's a chance just somebody saw the beer and stole it. I know who it was. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You knew who it was? I do okay. now. We need to we need to have a discussion. We'll talk off, off air. We, off oh the boy. Air. All right. Oh no. Drama. Uh-oh. All right. Let's All right. uh we'll end this. We'll talk to you guys soon. Enjoy the Raider game. Subscriber review. <laughs>